Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I hope you are all doing incredibly well and yeah, I hope the sun is shining where you are today. I cannot believe it is the final week of August. It is my birthday week this week as you're listening to this, my 30th birthday. So I'm taking some time off, even though I have been taking time off for two weeks, full time off, to enjoy my birthday basically and welcome in this new decade of my life. But since we last checked in two weeks ago, obviously my new affirmation deck, Manifesting Rituals, has officially launched into the world. So I just want to say a big, big thank you for all your love, all your support, all your pictures, all your card spreads, all the love and support you give me with each and every launch, but especially the Manifesting Rituals launch. I have absolutely loved seeing your pictures, your spreads, seeing you use the deck and just hearing your thoughts as well. So I really hope you're enjoying it. And if you're like, what on earth, Emma, you launched a deck? Yes, where have you been? Um, On the 17th of August, my second deck, but my first published deck, Manifesting Rituals launched into the world and it's a 44 card affirmation deck and oracle deck to help you manifest your dream life. But where this deck is incredibly different. So not only are the imagery by Emmy, the illustrator just so stunning and beautiful like you really need to see them there on my Instagram they're stunning not only is the artwork incredible and the affirmations unique and incredible and just so powerful covering so many different areas of your life from romance career abundance money mindset in a child like literally every area that I talk about and any area health that you, you know as well that you need to work on with manifestation those cards have you covered it works on trust limiting beliefs and fears 
oh my gosh, everything. There's a card for everything in that deck. And what makes this deck completely unique and amazing and why on earth I wanted to even birth this deck into the world in the first place is because it's so practical as well. In the workbook, I call this a life guide. I don't just call it like a little accompaniment guide. It is a life book. And in that life book, you obviously get a channeled message for the card. You then get journaling prompts, a ritual and a crystal to work with as well. So the life book or the guidebook um, helps you to embody the energy of the desire. So it's not just repeat this affirmation to you blue in the face and hope you feel good. Good luck. Just throw you off into the world. Here's an affirmation, good luck. No, I am there, your coach in your pocket, giving you unique tools that don't feature in my books to help you embody these rituals, embody the affirmation of the card of what you would like to manifest. So that's a little bit about the cards. I'll pop a link below off so you can go and have a read and they're on Amazon and anywhere that sells books worldwide. So you can get them from anywhere in the world now because they're out, which is so exciting. So yeah, just a big thank you for pre-ordering, coming along to the webinar as well, the free bonus webinar that everyone got who pre-ordered. Um, it's just been such a fun week celebrating and seeing you all enjoy the cards now because it's it's always like a weird feeling when you're an author, you're so used to seeing the deck, you're so used to seeing the books, reading the deck, reading the books, working with both for like years. And then when it's finally out, you're like, oh my gosh, everybody can use it now, everybody can read it. So it's quite a surreal feeling, but I'm just super grateful to have these opportunities and to um, you know, be able to create beautiful decks that are gonna help you manifest so much goodness into your life. So please do keep me updated with how you get on and keep tagging me in your photos as well, at I am Emma Mumford. And also I got back from Soul Circus yesterday. So obviously a week ago when you're listening to this, I always record a week in advance. Um, so I got back from Soul Circus and I absolutely loved it. It was such a lovely crowd of people. We I did a workshop on manifesting rituals for abundance. Um, and it was just a beautiful event, lovely kind of like festival. The sun was shining, it was just perfect. So absolutely love that. So today I'm taking it easy, integrating back in, catching up with some admin and most importantly, recording this podcast for you as well. Um, and I'm actually gonna do next solo cast so in two weeks time um, to kind of mark my unofficial official return to work after my time off this summer. I'm still not sure if that's gonna be the um, definitive return to work point, but we'll find out. We'll see how we feel at that point. I still don't feel like a, right, let's get back into it kind of feeling at the moment. So I'm still being very intuitive with it. I'm not giving it a definitive hard date, if that makes sense. But anyway, in two weeks time, I'm gonna do a podcast on the lessons that I've learned from my time off, the changes. So there's gonna be like a life update of changes that's happening to my work, what you can expect to see more of, what you can, like what's going. Um, so I'm excited to share all of that with you because it's kind of been like cooking, as so to speak, brewing over the last few weeks as I'm getting clearer and clearer. And I still need to get clear on stuff as well. So this may not be the definitive list, but I'm excited to share with you a podcast on transformation and the resistance that we have around transformation because I know a lot of people do feel this um, and what up leveling and purging is like as well. So it's gonna be a kind of like, here's what I learned in my time off. And also here's the topic of, you know, what I've been experiencing and some questions that I get on my Q&A a lot about transformation, purging, up leveling. So you can expect that in two weeks time.
But let's get on to today's podcast because I know a lot of you are going to be absolutely loving this podcast episode. And ironically, I've been answering a lot of questions about this the last few weeks. And I posted something today on my Instagram that I was like, oh, I must bring this to the podcast later. And then when I looked at my little podcast list of topics I wanted to record, I was like, perfect, there you go. Wanted to talk about it anyway. So I was like, this is the podcast that needs to be spoken about today. This is what we're going to be channeling and talking about. So I want to dive into signs and synchronicities and why we can feel that lack of trust with the universe and the lack of trust with our signs, why we keep asking for the same signs over and over again and when we get the sign, why it doesn't feel good. Um, There's lots to this and I also have a YouTube video that I did earlier this year, or it might have been last year, I think it was this year, it might be last year, Um, which I'll link below, which is uh, obviously a video going into the depths of like how to ask for a sign and synchronicity. Um, And again, I talk about a couple of these themes as well. So it's a lot more an in-depth kind of video, so to speak, although I'm sure this podcast is gonna be super in-depth at 40 odd minutes anyway. So a sign or synchronicity is something that we communicate with the universe. So essentially we ask the universe for a sign, but the synchronicity is what is delivered to us. So when we're asking for a sign, it might be that we want a sign that we're on the right path. It might be that we want a sign from our angels to show us that they're there. It might be that you want a sign to show that that relationship is meant for you. Oh gosh, I've definitely asked for those ones before. Um, It might be that you're asking for a sign to take that job or take that leap of faith. And I used to love asking for signs in the beginning of my law of attraction journey. I just asked for signs all the time. And as I got deeper into my healing journey specifically, I started to really look at my relationship with signs and synchronicities and look at how I was kind of attaching a lot of hope and attaching a lot of blind faith onto them in hopes that the universe would supply me with this sign or synchronicity that would give me this like divine trust and this kind of like unconditional trust and knowing, but they never did. Every time I got the sign, I never felt reassured. And I know a lot of people feel this because I get these DMs all of the time. And I love you guys messaging me. Like I try to respond as many as I can, of course. And, you know, obviously when I have time to, like, I love speaking to you guys on DM and like, you know, you telling me all your amazing news and what you're up to and I love it all. What I see a lot though is people sending me their signs and synchronicities and they'll be like, Emma, I asked for a sign and I saw this, is this my sign? Can I count that as my sign? Or Emma, I asked for this sign that I should be with this person or that this thing would work out. And I saw both. I saw my sign of if it should work out or if it shouldn't work out. Or I saw my sign and I keep asking for the same sign. It's not reassuring me. And I just, I don't really know why I'm seeing my sign, but I don't feel good. I mean, there's insert whatever, um, you know, sign related question into that. There's just a few examples, but yeah, a lot of the time I see a lot of, um, control around signs and I absolutely was this person as well. And I really had to look at why the heck are you asking for that sign, Emma? Because at the end of the day, and I look at like, obviously now I've done a heck of a lot of healing work and inner work, obviously, since my hurt healing heal journey and continue to, I actually don't ask for signs or synchronicities anymore because that's how I know that I'm truly surrendering to that. I'm surrendering to the process and I'm saying, well, if I don't trust, 
a freaking sign's not gonna give me that level of trust. I need to give myself that level of trust. And I feel like a lot of the time we use signs and synchronicities as emotional crutches to give ourselves something of like, oh, but I saw that butterfly. So that's the universe saying it's meant to be. Maybe it is. But actually when we don't ask for a sign or synchronicity and that butterfly or that unicorn or like whatever the sign is appears, it's more symbolic because we're not looking for it. We're not asking for it. Recently, I started seeing a lot of butterflies again and I didn't jump to my usual like, oh, that means that. I, you know, took my own advice that I say to people all the time. I'm like, how did you feel in that moment? So when you see a sign, when you see a synchronicity, how do you feel in that moment? How does it make you feel? Did you feel calm? Did you feel joyful? Did you feel happy? Did you just feel so much love in that moment? So everybody's sign and synchronicity is going to be different. And I think that's where it can be quite difficult to, yeah, to like see the differences between people to people and signs. Because, you know, if someone sees a butterfly and it means one thing for some, like one person, it's gonna mean something else for another person, right? So when we Google what our signs mean or we Google angel numbers, obviously that's somebody's interpretation of it. And a lot of the time it definitely can resonate. And I even know from, Kyle's number book, um, angel numbers, and you know, lots of like angel number kind of books, resources online, you know, some of them can definitely resonate, absolutely. Um, but I always say, because I've experienced this myself as well, that even if an angel number, like we'll take two for example, say you're seeing 222 or 22 or two, that in numerology symbolizes partnership, relationships, um, union, love. Like that's a kind of, shall we say, generic message of 222 or two as a number, the vibration. But say for instance, you're seeing 222 or whatever, 2222 on the clock or whatever. And actually that's giving you a different message. Trust that. Don't just think, oh, well, because Emma said that and all these numerologists say that two means this, I, it was wrong that I felt that when I saw that number, it's never wrong. And I think we need to kind of look outside of what's wrong and what's right with our own personal experiences and, and spiritual manifestation journey. You know, I get it as well a lot where people are like, am I doing this right? I've missed a day of positively wealthy, is that okay? Do I have to go back all the way to the beginning? And I say like, trust yourself. Like. I'm not here to tell you this is the way to live your life. This is the way you should manifest or this is the only way you can manifest. Um, you know, that's just that would just be rubbish. And I would seriously be worried of anyone who is saying that to you. This is your journey. So if you miss a day of positively wealthy and you still feel good, carry on. Blimmin' heck, like even I'm not perfect with all my spiritual practices. If I miss a day, I'm not gonna go all the way back to the beginning. Like I'm still on that journey. And I just honor my flow. I honor the days where I'm not able to show up to that. Or I honor the days that maybe I need something a little bit different, right? So I know that's gone a bit off track, but I think, you know, again, we kind of have this, the, this, I see it so much. And I keep saying to people, take back your power. You are your best guru. You know in your soul whether you need to start that book over or whether you're fine to just miss a day and carry on as is. You know, I think at the end of the day, everyone is very worried about doing it right. And I can absolutely understand why, because when there's a lot at stake, and you really wanna manifest something, you want to do it right. You want to obviously like know the tools and use the right tools and obviously get the results that you want. But you can never do anything wrong. 
And I want to remind you of that today as we talk about signs and synchronicities. You can never do anything wrong. And I actually want to read this quote out that I posted today on my Instagram because it literally ties into this signs and synchronicities topic where I say to people, trust yourself. Like I can't give you that answer of what your sign means because I don't know what your sign means. I really don't, Um, you know, but if you're telling me that's what you think it means, trust that because you know yourself better. You know yourself better than I do. You know yourself better than anybody in this world. So if that's how you felt in that moment and that's what came into your mind of you thought of your late relative who passed or you thought that, um, you know, someone's passing represented something for you and a miracle happened even though it was a really sad time. If that's what came into your mind, trust that, trust that. Because when we seek that external validation from someone who doesn't know us or doesn't know our situation or doesn't know the things that we're going through, anybody could say anything to you and you would be, almost like disservicing yourself by then giving your power away and saying, well, is that what it means? And someone's like, no, that's not what it means. A butterfly actually means something completely different. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's not what I felt in the moment. And I guess, no, that doesn't really resonate. And I've had this before when, whether it's psychics or like spiritual powers have said stuff in the past. And I'm like, do you know what? That just doesn't resonate. And I just chuck it out. I'm like, doesn't feel right. doesn't make sense to me. Like what actually makes sense to me is this more. So I'm just going to trust that. And it doesn't matter what it is. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But anyway, this quote, I'll get to the quote. If you obsess over whether you are making the right decision, you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another. The universe has no fixed agenda. Once you make any decision, it works around that decision. There is no right or wrong, only a series of possibilities that shift with each thought, feeling and action that you experience. And that was posted by Electra Soul 444 I saw New Age Hipster post it, one of my good friends, and I was like, oh my God, yes, yes, let's share it, quote of the day. And it's so true because I absolutely used to be this person where I was so worried about making the wrong decision that I would ask for these signs, I would ask for these synchronicities, I would ask psychics, I would ask my friends, I would be so worried about the external validation of am I making the right decision that I made no freaking decision. And I actually had a question on my Q&A the night before um, I posted that. Um, And this lady had asked, you know, I'm really struggling to make a decision at the moment. Um, You know, I really can't make a decision. Like, have you got any tips for unblocking myself and being able to make decisions? And I remembered, I'm sure it was Marie Forleo, I could be wrong, but I'm certain it was Marie Forleo said a couple of weeks ago when she came in the manifestation membership, my membership, uh, which was, can I just say, the coolest industry expert we've ever had. When Marie had to jump off the call at the end, we were just like, we've just had Marie Forleo in the membership. Like how freaking cool was that? We're all fangirling. Um, Anyway, so Marie said in her workshop in the membership, she said indecision is still a decision. And actually, when we think we're not making a decision, we actually really still are because we're making a decision not to do that thing. And it really took me back because I thought, wow, do you know what? Sometimes people just need to say stuff in a way that you've not heard it before to think, wow, indecision is a decision still. And that's why I want to bring that quote and this kind of messaging around decision making into this podcast because a lot of the time we rely on signs and synchronicities to make decisions in our life of what should we do 
And ultimately, because again, this is a big question I get asked a lot about intuition versus ego. Um, and I have some YouTube videos on this with signs and, you know, like things you can kind of tune into to see. But ultimately, when you are in alignment with your intuition and you're listening to your soul when making a decision, even if it's like a scary answer, like if the yes or no is actually like, oh my God, if I say yes, then... I've got to move across country and that's going to be like so much. And oh my God, like I'm so nervous. Even if it feels like the wrong answer by honoring whatever your answer is, as long as it feels expansive and it feels calming to your nervous system, that is the right decision. Even if it's not the decision you thought it would be. If however, the decision that you make is causing your nervous system to feel anxious or on edge or your body tightens up and feels restrictive and the decision feels restrictive as a whole, that is absolutely not what we wanna be doing. So you want the expansive answer where actually the answer feels expansive, even if it feels scary, even if you're like, oh my God, I didn't expect to make that decision. If it feels expansive and you know that you're gonna grow through that and have that expansive energy there, that is exactly the thing you need to be doing. Now, again, I can't tell you what that answer is. You know in your soul. And I always remember with my previous relationship, I use signs and synchronicities to, not I don't wanna say convince myself, I feel that's the wrong word, but give me trust and faith that I knew wasn't there. And, it was interesting when I unpacked that during Hurt Healing Healed because I looked at, well, actually, if you look at how you are now in your current relationship, you don't ask for signs and synchronicities. Um, your relationship with it is completely shifted where you're happy if you receive them and it's a really nice reminder from your spirit guides, your angels, the universe, and you're like, oh, 11, 11, oh, hi. I'm not putting my life on that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before I would, I've almost felt like I was like putting my life on this sign of synchronicity. So it was showing up because, you know, the law of attraction. But every time I was seeing it, I wasn't reassured. I wasn't like, oh, it's all good. It's all gonna work out. And then like, obviously when it didn't work out, you know, and I've had this question a lot as well of people saying, I saw this sign and like, I'm really confused. It didn't work out, but I saw this sign and I feel like I need to say to my past self and then, you know, anybody who's experienced that, signs don't really mean much. And what I mean by that is a sign can mean anything to anyone. So actually, if we're pinning our whole lives, decisions and energy and trust in a sign, you're always gonna be set up for disappointment. You are always gonna be set up for disappointment with that because the universe and the universe did this to me and continued to do this to me until I trusted myself and took back my power. It showed me the signs and I didn't feel reassurance because it was saying, you need to trust this for yourself. We can't give you this emotional crutch of trust you need to trust in this outcome yourself for it to manifest. Otherwise, nobody's gonna be able to do that for you. And although that relationship didn't work out and praise Lord be, it didn't. Clearly the universe knew what was for my highest good there. Um, it reminded me and showed me, gosh, I gave away my power at every single point with that um, in the relationship as a whole, but also with these signs and synchronicities, because instead of knowing my worth, instead of knowing how amazing I was, instead of like taking back my power and 
again, standing in my power, knowing my worth and doing the inner healing work, I was relying on these signs and synchronicities because that's what we were taught, right? Of like, if you need a sign, just ask for one. And I think there's a really fine line, like I said, between using signs and synchronicities as an emotional crutch versus like allowing them to flow. So if you are someone who's listening to this podcast and you are (laughs) relating to what I used to do and you're like, oh my gosh, I do this all the time. It's okay, there's no right or wrong with this, remember? And I think when we take away from life making right or wrong decisions, exactly like that quote said, it takes so much pressure off ourselves. And my friend always used to say to me, Emma, you can never make a wrong decision. And I was like, you're talking out your ass. (laughs) Like, of course you can. And she was like, no, you can never make a wrong decision because you're always exactly where you need to be. And the one thing that I've learned from speaking to many, many people on this podcast, and Rebecca Rosen was a recent person when we spoke about this because it always fascinates me to hear people's takes on soul contracts, life lessons, karma, things like that. So do check that episode out because it's really, really insightful into a lot of our life lessons and earth school and everything, it's really good. And I'm so glad I got the opportunity to ask all these questions. But what me and Rebecca spoke about in there was about making wrong or right decisions. And again, like if everything's preempted and everything's kind of like scheduled out in life, so to speak, what's the point of manifesting? But the thing is, is that manifesting is free will. Here in earth realm, earth school, we have the power of free will. So say for instance, you are always meant to get into graphic designing, for example, then you will have multiple opportunities and windows as they call them, to become that graphic designer throughout your life. You may not take it at the first opportunity, you may make another decision, but ultimately if that's your life's purpose and you're meant to become a graphic designer and that is what you're here to embody and learn, you will always become that graphic designer, but at a different age, a different opportunity. So that for me was really like reassuring of like, actually we can never make the wrong decision. And again, my partner who I'm with now is always that reminder to me because I always was like, oh my God, I made the wrong decision when I friend zoned him when we first met. And I used to beat myself up for that so much. And I'm like, thank God, you know, he reached out again and like it all worked out exactly how it was meant to. But then I look back and I'm like, Emma, oh my gosh, in the two months that we didn't speak before we actually officially started dating, so we met and then we, I friend zoned him for two months. Um, He doesn't like me telling people that. And I'm like, well, I feel like it was a big teaching moment for me. So I'm, I'm more than open to admitting that I did that. And like, you know, that's our journey. That's our story. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But yeah, like, obviously, when I did that, I was in a stage of my life where I was still closing a lot of doors. And I was still in a place where I needed to learn some things through other people, um, like experiences with other people to be able to be fully like a hell yes to that relationship. And if I hadn't have honored my no in that moment, I wouldn't have got the closure I needed elsewhere. I wouldn't have got the leveling and the full body yes when that came back around. So I always feel like that was a big moment for me with the universe because like that was the ultimate trust. I wasn't asking for signs or synchronicities. I wasn't doing any of that because I was so focused on what I needed to focus on at that time. So what happened was always meant to happen. There was just windows of opportunity, right? And at that first point was not the right window of opportunity for me because my soul was like, no, there's more that needs to be learned here before we step into that relationship. Obviously my human self didn't know that, but my higher self did. So then two months later, when that came back around, it was the perfect timing to be like, hell yes. And obviously I've never looked back since. And, you know, I'm so, so happy with our relationship and where we are in our home and Luna. But again, I think it's that reminder of that for me was that embodiment of trust of like, there you go, girl, there's your trust. (laughs) Whereas before I wouldn't have felt that. I wouldn't have, I probably would have been like asking for signs and synchronicities. And I think like people think I'm against it now and I'm definitely not against signs and synchronicities. Like I don't necessarily ask for them, but I definitely receive them. And I'm always so happy and grateful when I do. But it comes from such a different relationship now. It comes from such a different relationship with the universe because the universe is like, you got it now. You have to trust this for yourself. We can't give you trust. That's your inner work. And I always think when we are 
asking for multiple signs and synchronicities for the same situation for whatever it's because we're not trusting and we want that external validation from somebody not even maybe the universe we just want any validation from anybody that that thing's going to happen or it's going to work out and please let me remind you it's always going to work out because everything always does in the way that it's meant to and in the time that it's meant to now trust is built in two layers as i always say firstly it's built through lived experience so obviously if you were right at the beginning of your law of attraction journey then having a level of trust with someone who's been doing law of attraction for seven years like myself is going to be very different because we've got seven years of experience we've got seven years of lived experience behind us where we've seen and had those teachable moments of trust whereas someone on day one has not had that yet right and the second aspect to building trust is through mindset So looking at your limiting beliefs, fears, or blocks that stop you from fully embodying that trust in the universe. So I always feel like there's two layers to trust being built fully and embodying that fully because we need to embody the the energy of trust too. So I would put yourself on a signed detox if you can. If you're someone who is like, oh my gosh, I'm not trusting Emma. I need to build my level of trust. Put yourself on a sign detox and don't ask for any signs or any synchronicities and if your sign your butterfly your pink elephant whatever if it keeps appearing even after this detox and you're like emma my sign is stalking me now one you've probably let go so you're probably letting it flow in so much easier at that point but secondly just acknowledge it for what it is okay there's my sign thank you universe that's it no attachment Don't put attachment to it. Don't put your life on that sign because that's where we all go wrong with it, where we can't put our life on something because free will exists and life happens and timelines change and things happen all of the time, which we don't always have a full comprehension over. We're not meant to, right? We're not meant to know all the intricacies and how the universe works and how free will works and how destiny works. Like we are not meant to know all of that. We know small bits. I mean, we might not, we might know nothing. Like the bits that we feel we know may not even be true, right? We're never gonna know that. So all you can do is trust. That is all we have. Do you know what? Trust is the only certainty we have. So if you can trust in the unknown and trust in that you are going to be delivered to exactly where you need to be and your manifestation is going to be delivered in the most divine, beautiful way, you get out of your own way. And sometimes when we rely on signs and synchronicities, we're also getting in our own way first and foremost, but we're also attaching to how we think something should be. Oh, for me, you know, I was like, if this relationship, you know, like, are we going to be together? Are we going to get back together? This was my ex. Um, you know, like those were the things I was asking signs for, but I wasn't trusting myself. And I also wasn't standing in my own power of, well, what do I think? What, what do I want? And, you know, is that for my highest good? And actually taking a step back from the desperation, from the want, from the woundedness, I would have had a a greater perspective. Well, obviously once I'd done the healing work or got on that journey, I maybe wouldn't have had that perspective if I just hadn't done anything. Um, But you're able to then look at, okay, what's the wound here? Why am I not trusting? Why am I so desperate to see that sign? Why am I not feeling any sense of 
fulfillment or validation when I am seeing that sign. And the truth is because you need to give that to yourself and you are the only person that can give that to yourself. I can't give that to you. Teresa from down the road can't give that to you. Sally online can't give that to you. You can only give that gift of trust to yourself. And I know from experience here, everybody can say anything you wanna hear till they're blue in the face. But if you don't believe it or there's wounding there, you're never gonna hear it. You're never gonna feel satisfied by it and it's never gonna sit right. So I feel like that's the kind of like shadow side of signs and synchronicities where I think people rely on them so much that they then become those emotional crutches. And it's then, I wouldn't say bypassing because a lot of the time, and you know, I wasn't bypassing stuff. I just didn't know better, right? I didn't have the awareness of knowing any difference. So I don't think people intentionally bypass with this, but there is a beautiful opportunity for us to go within and look at that wounding and go within and look at, okay, why don't I trust? Why am I asking for this sign? Why am I desperate for this thing to work out? And a lady at Soul Circus yesterday was asking me a question about, her work situation. And I said to her, and you know, she was like, I'm doing all these things and I really want it to work out, but I I don't want to go back to what I was in before. And I said, that's the problem. I said, you are resisting what you don't want so much that you are creating that reality instead of what you do want. And I think definitely, again, like my life panned out how it was meant to, but I think sometimes we focus on what we don't want too much so we give it so much energy that we just manifest what we don't want or, well, I'm not saying that to scaremonger at all because a lot of the time we are divinely protected and those things don't happen, but we create more of a lack energy, not necessarily the worst case happening, but actually just more lack and desperation energy because we're focusing on what we don't want more than what we do want and finding peace with both options. That's the only way this stuff works. We have to find peace with both options, plan A, plan B and plan C. And with signs and synchronicities, we use them to convince ourselves. Or we, And when I say convince, I don't mean like, blindly convinced but you know what I mean like we use it as a validation we use it as a tool to try and feel better about a situation and you know like even if someone's asking for a sign or synchronicity for a miracle maybe someone they love is really ill and they want just a sign that things are going to be okay those are absolutely fine and again like when we see those we probably do feel that comfort and we probably do feel that love from our angels or our loved ones or the universe so that's that's very different and I think if you're working with signs and just feeling good and feeling happy and that's it, you leave it there, there's no more attachment, keep doing it. You're fine, you don't need this podcast. But if you are someone who is really struggling and, or maybe you are really good with other areas of your life with signs and synchronicities, but one thing really gets you, one area of your life you feel totally attached to, that's where the work needs to be done. So I would look at some of the beliefs or fears or blocks that are underneath that and my book Hurt Healing Healed can help you identify that and help you to lovingly release that with the tools in the book so if you have got that book do use that to identify why am I addicted to signs and synchronicities why are the cards the oracle cards the tarot cards the signs synchronicities they're not giving me any validation they're not giving me any happiness so why am I, why do I need this thing? Why don't I trust? Why can I not give myself that trust and that reassurance? So 
to take it back all the way back to the beginning when we were talking about um, tuning in to what you feel in that moment with your sign or synchronicity. Again, think back to how you feel in that moment. So say for instance, you see a sign and it makes you feel anxious, that's still a sign. Don't ignore that. Your body is having a physical response to the sign and synchronicity that you have received. And for me, I would get that anxiety because I knew that I still wasn't listening to myself and I knew that I wasn't trusting and had absolutely zero level of trust in the universe or even within myself that that thing would happen. So then you look at your level of belief with trust and say, okay, well, if my trust and my relationship with trust is lacking, then no sign of synchronicity is ever gonna give me the validation or the trust or the peace that I want to feel Only I can give that to myself. So put yourself on a sign detox, do it. You will thank me, honestly. And work on your level of trust. Go through, you could make a list of all the times the universe has met you, all the times that you have trusted and it's worked out, trusted and you've been met, trusted and the universe has supported you, right? Every single thing you can remember down and add to that list. When things come through, you remember stuff, add to it. Perfectly okay to add to it as well over time. And then you can look at your belief mindset and look at why don't I believe? And in that moment, as you see your sign of synchronicity and maybe you feel a bit of an odd feeling in your body or maybe you feel a bit of anxiety or maybe it's like a kind of like a, oh, like a kind of, oh, like a deflation sensation when you see your sign. Again, there's so many different things you could feel, but just to give you some examples, tune into that. Why do you feel that deflated energy? Why do you feel sad when you see your sign? Why do you feel anxious? And look at what's underneath that. Where do you feel it in your body first and foremost? And what is underneath that? And talk to it. Talk to it and see where it takes you. See what comes up. See what words come up. See what conversations come up and why you're not trusting. And if you can work on your lived experience belief and your belief mindset, your relationship with signs and synchronicities will change forevermore and you won't need them. And do you know why you won't need them? Because you trust. And you trust in yourself, you trust in the universe, you trust in the divine plan for your life and you trust that you are always exactly where you need to be. You can make no wrong decisions and even if it's not now, there will always be windows of opportunity throughout your life. You can never make a wrong decision because you know what is best for you. And I feel like in the self-help industry as a whole, like now I feel like it's better, but I've seen it a lot over the years, even along my own journey, reading things, working with people, hearing people talk, where they, it's kind of like a lot of things take our power away and it should never be like that. And you are your best guru. And if anybody else is telling you different to that, don't listen to them because you know yourself better than anybody else. I don't know you better than you. I don't know what your signs mean. Um, And of course, this isn't me saying don't send me your signs from now on. You can absolutely. Um, And you can absolutely ask me questions about it as well. But I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to give you your power back. Well, I'm not giving you that. You're taking it back yourself. But give you that reminder of... You are your best guru, take your power back with this 
and go within to look at why you don't trust, why you're asking for that sign. And if you find yourself wanting to ask for a sign moving forwards, stop yourself and say, why do I want that sign? What what do I think it's gonna give me? Is it just a fun experiment with the universe where it's just a bit of fun? Great, still do it. But if your response is because I don't believe it's gonna happen and I want a sign from the universe that it is gonna happen, it's never gonna give you the level of belief or trust that you think it will, even if it appears. Even if it appears straight away, you're not. You'll then think, oh, well, I just need another one now just to validate that sign. And I love, and I used to do this as well, I laugh because I was this person as well. I love the people who message me especially, and again, I was this person, and they'll say, I set a sign to ask if something was gonna happen. And then I set another sign to validate that that sign was correct and that it definitely was gonna happen. I did a double validation and I'm like, how did that work out for you? They're like, yeah, I still don't believe it because that's why I'm in your DMs, I'm asking you. And that's what I mean, <laughs> like, when we're setting signs to validate our previous sign, that's when you kind of have to stop yourself and say, hun, are you okay? <laughs> Um, I think that's something deeper going on if we need to have a sign to validate our first sign, right? Um, and again, like we can laugh at this stuff because we're learning, we're all learning, we're all growing along this journey. And I think there's so much emphasis on signs and synchronicities in the spiritual sphere that there's also not this like kind of disclaimer, is that the right word? A disclaimer of like, hey, just watch yourself with your signs and synchronicities. You're like, just check in with yourself. Does it still feel good? What are you getting from that experience? So for me, I put myself on that sign detox and I'm so glad I did because then I started taking my own power back and I would tune into my body when I was making decisions. I would tune into myself and honor myself, honor my inner child, honor myself, honor my higher self and I've never made a wrong decision because I trust my intuition. I trust my innate wisdom and inner compass with my life because I know that it is always guiding me back home. It's guiding me to my truth. It's guiding me to exactly where I need to be. So all of this is really a reminder as well to work on your intuition, to work on your you know, relationship with that, understanding within your body, the messages and signs of what intuition feels like. And again, I've got some tools and resources on this as well on my YouTube that you can go away and have a look at. The books obviously help you develop it as well. And as you listen to yourself more and you tune into the, your body of like, what's a yes, what's a no, you will develop that. A great crystal you can work with is amethyst as well. Amethyst, you could just place it on your third eye, which is located in between your eyebrows in the center, just above your nose. When you meditate next, put some amethyst on your third eye center and you can do a third eye balancing meditation on YouTube as well. There's plenty of them on there. Um, just to balance the chakra, open the chakra up to get that intuition flowing because maybe it's quite blocked and mine definitely was when I was going through all this um, realizations of why I wasn't trusting myself. So you might wanna do some chakra balancing meditations, first of all, third eye specifically to just balance that chakra and energy center, work with a piece of amethyst when you meditate on your third eye, again, to help your inner vision so you can see things when you meditate, but also to build that level of intuition. 
Another quick great tip I can give you on intuition is the hell yes or hell no game. One of my favorites. Um, I feature it in my book just because I love it that much. And again, this is something that has always helped me to listen to my intuition and feel those nudges in my body and feel those sensations of what a hell yes or hell no is. So if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And you'll know when something's for you because you'll feel excited by it. It will feel expansive. It will just be like, yes, oh my gosh, I don't even need to think about this. Remember, indecision is still a decision. Remember that quote from earlier from Marie Forleo, indecision is still a decision. So if you're sat on the fence of, I don't know whether it's a hell yes, I don't know if it's a hell no, it's a hell no you would know if it was a hell yes. And you might say, well, Emma, how do I know that my inner critic's not self-sabotaging me and it's coming up with a no just to stop me from stepping into what I'm really meant to do? That's why you decipher what is the voice of intuition and what is the voice of ego, i.e. the inner child. So the intuition is very profound, very calming, all very one level tone, short, concise answers that feel calming to you and expansive, even if it's not the answer you wanna hear. Your ego in a critic, in a child, will be all over the place in tempo, high, low, long answers, very long-winded answers, you're not meant to do that, who are you to do that? So it'll be like very erratic, the answers will change every time you ask the question, and you'll feel anxious, you'll feel fear, you'll feel that constrictive energy. So those are some tips of really basic ways you can start to build the intuition, build your level of trust, and go on that assigned detox. Now, you may not feel you need to go on assigned detox. Maybe some of these were just a helpful reminder for you of you know, things you can look at and just tweak, gently tweak with your sign and synchronicity practice. Um, and again, if you want to learn how to ask for a sign, I'm gonna link that video below for you. Um, this was kind of like the more advanced uh, podcast of, if you've got a problem with signs, listen to this podcast. Whereas if you wanna lo- know how to ask for a sign, go watch that YouTube video below. I mean, I've spoken about a few things and obviously a few tips in this podcast, but keep it open. Don't control it. And the, the, the time frames as well. When people ask for a time frame with their sign, I'm like, why do you need it in a time frame? Like you're holding the universe to ransom. Like if you don't give me this white butterfly in 24 hours, like bad things are gonna happen universe. I mean, just look at that energy for a second. I mean, maybe you're not saying like bad things are gonna happen, but like your energy is saying that of like, if you don't give me this side in 24 hours and the universe is like, what? What are you gonna do, Sheila? What is gonna happen if I don't give you your white butterfly in 24 hours? So again, the universe is not confrontational like that, but that's how I like to kind of imagine it of like the universe is like, what? What are you gonna do? What is gonna happen if you don't get your sign? Like we kind of hold the universe to ransom of like, you need to do this. It's, just look at the energy of that. Is that someone who's trusting? Is that someone, the energy of like flowing and trusting and just knowing and, that expansive aligned energy, or is that someone who is extremely fearful, who has a trust issue with themselves or the universe, and someone who is desperately seeking those answers to fill or fulfill a void within them that they cannot fill themselves. So again, this isn't me saying that either way is right or wrong. This is me saying just acknowledge the energy that you're giving your signs and synchronicities and your desires, your manifestations, because then you can tweak it. And then you can look at your level of belief and then you can manifest your signs and synchronicities 
from a very different energy, a very different space. And if you're able to do timeframes with absolutely no resistance and no attachment, then you're fine. Like again, you don't need this, but if you're feeling that attachment, that resistance, that like kind of like obsessed energy, yeah, that that's when you need this podcast. That's where we need to really look at where that's coming from and why that's happening. But please let me know whether this podcast resonated. Um, have you got some great tips and tools you can walk away with now to go and support you on your sign and synchronicity journey? And again, that's not saying you don't have to ask them ever again. It's not saying that you can't receive them. It's just allowing, allowing the universe to communicate with you in an aligned way, in whatever way it's meant to, so that when you do see those signs and synchronicities, they feel special, they feel unique. And in that moment, tune in. How do you feel in that moment? What energy was sparked within you? Or how did you feel when you saw that sign or synchronicity? Write it down, keep a diary of it. Because then you can look back and say, ah, so when I see that butterfly, that means that's happening because every time I saw it, I felt this feeling of this or something had just happened. I'd been on the phone to someone and then I saw that butterfly. So it must be linked to that person. So you can kind of then see a pattern and you can kind of see without resistance or attachment, how did I feel? Instead of looking up what Pam online has said about 2222, yes, that might resonate and that might feel good and bring you some answers, but listen to yourself as well. What else did it spark up for you? Um, so take your power back with this. And as we always say, I give this quote a lot, repeat this mantra, I reclaim my power and call back all the lost pieces of myself. Reclaim your power today, queen. You deserve it. You deserve your full, full-blown queen energy, right? Everyone else deserves your full-blown queen energy when you are in an aligned place to shine that in the world. We deserve our own full queen energy. You deserve your own full queen energy and your desires deserve your full-blown queen energy. So take back your power, work on your level of trust and look at your relationship with science and synchronicities and the universe. Look at that relationship with how you communicate to the universe. Are you holding it to ransom? Because you might wanna stop that. You might wanna look at that one because again, I speak from experience here. Um, it, it never works, never. I promise it never works. Now it's a total different, loving, expansive relationship that gives me such different results in signs and abundance and everything because there's that flow, there's that trust, there's that surrender, which we know is so, so important. But I wanna know what your biggest takeaway from today's episode was. You can pop it in my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook, which is a free group to join. The link is below. Or message me on Instagram at I am Emma Mumford and let me know, are you going on a sign detox? Was this the reminder or the sign that you needed today? No pun intended. Um, that you can detox those signs and trust in yourself that little bit more. But thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening to this podcast episode. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fabulous week, whatever you are up to. And I will see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love.